Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Oteil Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Foe, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out MagicalMysteryCamp.com slash HelpingFriendly to learn more. Before we get into the show, we want to tell you about a partner we think you should know about called 1906. It's an edibles company, and they're going to have a really cool limited edition product release at Dick's this year. And we thought that this 12 Days to Dick's series would be a great time to tell you about this. 1906 has teamed up with Tom Marshall to create two limited edition designs called Amphibian Edition. This collaboration was, of course, inspired by Tom's band, Amphibian, which began in 1999. This collaboration focuses on two of 1906's uh, most show-friendly products, Go Beans, which are for energy, and Bliss Cups for happiness. And who doesn't need a little bliss um, every now and then, especially now, leading up to Dick's? So these uh, two limited edition um, designs will be available in 8 to 10 stores in the Denver area starting Monday, August 27th. Each special edition packages features an Amphibian-inspired design that commemorates the three-night run and culminates in the Bliss Lounge which is going to be in the lot outside of Dick's both Saturday and Sunday. So if you're going to go to Dick's, come by, see the space, say hello to Tom and the 1906 folks, and get fish-inspired makeup artistry for the show. So to find out where the amphibian editions are going to be around Denver and to get details on the Bliss Lounge, check out Instagram 
six new highs. And we'll also put that in the show notes. Have fun out there. Osiris. friendly podcast this is a quick hit to dicks 1999 i'm here with jonathan hi jonathan hi there and matt hi matt hello we are making our way to the end this is the second to last or the penultimate if you will um quick hit to dicks uh miles miles learned how to say penultimate when he was two because rachel taught him and it was like one of our coolest tricks was to to, to, to have him say that so i just wanted to throw that out there for miles yeah but does um, he actually know what it means because most people they get that wrong he did at one point but i don't think he does anymore like it was a three-year-old thing not a five-year-old thing anyway how you guys doing <laughs> not bad I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm I'm in packing mode because I leave uh, for Dicks tomorrow. It's crazy. And getting ready, getting ready for for the Colorado adventure. That's cool. Um, Jonathan and I will be in the Del Marva area, just hanging out, being cool. I'll be sad at home, <laughs> surrounded by my loving family, who will be mad because I'll be watching the webcasts every night. Um, I guess this is a good time to say if you are um, not going to Dix and you want to hear us maybe talk about fish, uh, we're, we're hoping to do a couch report on Sunday night. Um, so check out um, OsirisPod.com for information on that. So guys, 99, this is the, this is sort of the an interesting year. A lot of people love 99 in terms of improv especially in the fall and december and as it gets up to big cypress and um we did a two-part series on 99 right which was maybe one of our most popular episodes we've ever done um matt is is 99 just very dear to your heart um it's good i prefer the um stuff some of the stuff later in the year um there's some good stuff there's some real nuggets in the summer. You know, of course, everybody loves the Canman Chalk Dust, and there's that awesome fee from Virginia Beach. Um, but I think for me, when things get really interesting is in December. Um, some of the shows that, you know, once again, we covered uh, with Wade uh, in those extremely popular uh, episodes. Everybody loves Wade. Um, everybody loves Wade. Yeah, yeah. Are those but, popular? Um, I mean, I had fun doing them, but I don't remember. I, I don't look at the numbers. So. Two two of the most popular episodes, according to our statistics. Yeah. The other, okay. the, yeah. the the third most popular was the one, on, I think you missed it, Jonathan. It was when Matt did an entire spoken word um, series. Do you remember that one? Was that the, the, that the tweezer thing? Because I was there for that. No, no, Matt. Matt did a spoken word. It was it was not about fish at all. It was about um, just obscure poetry from the nineteenth century. It was incredibly popular. 
Yep. Oh, all, right. in, all in iambic pent- pentameter. It was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So, guys, 99, we're in the summer. We're in, at July 4th. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Um, this, I think, Jonathan, you chose this, right? Or did you, Matt? Uh, it wasn't uh, me. I don't really know. I don't really know. Maybe I did. <laughs> I, I think like it was it. Brad. It was Brad who <laughs> was going was gonna to be here Brad, tonight. Who could be, be with he, us today? <laughs> because he forgot... Until or at Brad. the last minute, he realized he had to go camping. <laughs> so, Brad is getting all, into all kinds of shenanigans. We're going to detail that more in the future. But um, we ended up on this '99 ghost into slave that someone uh, who has access to this document put in here. We will never know who it was. Could have been one of my dogs. Anyway, decent decent combo though. Yeah. yeah. Uh- uh, so like we talked about yesterday, uh, this is one where Fishman um, really starts driving things. Uh, it's it's relatively standard ghost territory until uh, about halfway through. And then he starts um, this awesome swing on the ride symbol. Uh, and, it, and it really starts to boogie, gets out of that, that um, 99. The ghosts in 99 could just be very thick with the rhythm and the loops and everything like that. And this, this, has, this one has a little bit more pep to it. Um, I like that. And then the, um, I actually, you know, I knew that slave was coming, uh, out of this jam because I had, uh, been told to listen to both the ghost and the slave. Um, <laughs> but then when the slave happened, it's a, it's a surprise. It's a really cool, um, fun, interesting segue. I have to, I haven't, I actually haven't listened. Uh, no, I'm, I, I lie. I've listened to this set before. Um, I, I have to imagine in the room, I don't know how the slave went over. Um, although it was a little bit of a funky slave in the, in the beginning. Um, there was some, I think some clav work from page and some, some different things, but, um, but that last, uh, like maybe, you know, five to six minutes of the ghost is, uh, is, is definitely uh, a fun listen. Yeah. You know, I think that the, um, I completely agree on the ghosts outstanding. I really like the slave. I like the transition into the slave. It's the slow burn version, you know, it's not, uh, it's placed oddly. Of course, it's not a set closer or anything like that, but, uh, I would have been thrilled to hear it. Um, I saw a few shows on this tour and then got married right in the middle of it. So, um, I didn't see the rest, but this, this is the kind of stuff I was there to see. And it was, this is great. So 99, as you mentioned, Matt, that like kind of heavy, there was like, as Mr. Minor called it, the millennial sound, um, was in sort of in, in almost every jam at that point. Right. And that's where like Trey's guitar is sort of like spacey and a little bit in the background and actually not that different sort of from the, what you heard in the 2018 summer tour in some parts. Right. Yeah. Very very texture oriented rather than um, taking solos per se. But I feel like in the summer that hasn't necessarily taken over. He's still, Mm -hmm. he's still out there in front, but maybe um, uh, not like, you know, like, 94 95 machine gun tray he's um he's prominent but kind of laying down starting to get into the textures but it's not like later in the year where it's just loops or where he's playing you know that that little keyboard that he had and it's not like 2018 where he's like completely laying back with the leslie and his loops and letting somebody else take over um for a little bit but he's getting there he's working towards that a little bit yep um 
Cool. We should get into it. One thing I just want to mention, because I didn't at the beginning, is that in 1999, um, everything's all fucked up because we're worried about Y2K. Jonathan's been working on our computers, and the Matrix came out, so now everyone's more confused, and it's just, it's just weird in 1999, you know? Let me, let me tell you how weird and confusing it is. Um, yes, I was working on the computers, but I also did not get married in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at July and I think, oh, the middle of that month I got married or my anniversary is happening, something like that. Um, it's the only excuse I could come up with for not seeing more than the three shows I saw at the beginning of July of 99. Wow. All I right. I don't really know what happened there, actually. Good times. Um, yeah. the, the last thing I want to say, I mentioned The Matrix, but dude, 1999, these are the movies that came out that year. The Matrix, which I already mentioned. American Beauty, uh, Fight Club, Eyes Wide Shut, which I thought was like an interesting movie, and maybe one other like famous movie. That's a lot of really like good movies to come out in a year. But maybe that's just because like that's the last year that I actually watch movies. Anyway, should we let people listen to this Ghost and Slave? Please. We shouldn't be talking about the merits of Fight Club. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. 